the upper room. What's up, everybody? That is a direct quote from the movie Life, one of my favorite movies of all time, starring two of my favorite comedians of all time, Martin Lawrence and the one, the only Eddie Murphy. Um, also starring plenty of other heavy hitters. Bernie Mac was in that movie. Bernie Mac. The Mac Daddy. The I Ain't Scared of None of You Motherfuckers. The fucking... There's a police siren in the background. Because you know why? Because I live in New York City. Sometimes people commit crimes. Sometimes the cops don't like sitting at red lights. Either way, we fucking, we get out of their way, right? Because they have guns, right? And when I was a kid, I was always taught the person with the gun is probably in charge, right? Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> how's everybody doing? I, it's been a crazy few weeks. Sometimes life will happen to you. And, man, what does he keep alluding to every week? What's he keep talking about? I don't know, man. Um, I tell you what. Going through anything that has an effect on the way you operate on a daily basis is hard. Right? So what you got to do is you got to endure or you could ignore, right? You could either endure or you could ignore. Endure it, live with it, fucking, you know, do whatever it is you need to do to cope. Hopefully your coping mechanisms are healthy. If not, just ignore it. Fuck it. Maybe it'll go away. Probably won't, but, well, we can try, you know. I'm not the one that makes up the rules about shit being right. Now, I want to talk about something that I was watching a TV show because everything is inspired by something, right? I was watching a TV show, and this guy was like, you're not allowed. His friend said a corny joke. He goes, you're not allowed to talk at my funeral. It's like, who is to say who's allowed to talk at your funeral? Don't you think that it wouldn't matter to you if you're already dead? And do some religions believe that when you die, you get to watch your own funeral. Is that in the Bible? Is that in the Quran? Is that in the fucking... Did, look how ignorant I am that I couldn't just name... I couldn't just name other religions' um, books that they use to worship. Like the book of the law. The book that runs everything. It, uh, it blows my mind that like a book... That allegedly was written so long ago um, can be something that people decide to live their lives by now that we have cars that drive themselves. Right? Did they predict that that was going to happen? We have guys that are sitting down taking a nap in a vehicle that's driving them um, through the Lincoln Tunnel to get them to New Jersey. And it freaks me out. Whenever I see someone not looking at the road, you know, because computers can make mistakes, right? Or maybe I was just taught not to trust computers because I watched the movie I, Robot. Now, back to the um, 
right? iRobot. Then iRobot, Wally. Regardless of anything, it just seems like eventually robots are going to become smart enough to uh, put people out of their jobs, make people not have human connection. They're sex robots, so people don't want to fuck each other. They want to just put their dick in a robot now. And uh, so what else is going to happen, right? You can get a robot to do the job of like 12 people. But then what happens to human connection? We lose it. I don't know. There's all kinds of shit. The world's way different now than it was when I was a kid. I used to think that my parents sounded ridiculous. You know, shit was different when I was a kid. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. You're just getting old and crazy. And I'm like, oh, shit, no. You know, things are, I guess things do change on a regular basis. Not being able, Louis C.K. in in his most recent special, which I admire the fact that he just keeps doing specials. Um, I guess we're over it now. We're over it, right? We're over it? What's the um, expiration date on people being mad at you? Are they mad at you forever? After you make a couple of, you do a couple of things they don't like? Or do you, and, and then you can come back into society and start just acting like, just proceeding as though everybody didn't just try to kick you out of the fucking culture? I think there's a certain level of greatness you can achieve that um, should make you exempt from bullshit, right? I think they, uh, you know, there's always going to be differences of opinion. But I mean, like, hey, like people love the Pope and the Catholic Church is notoriously uh, corrupt, right? So I don't know. I guess it just depends on... We're all allowed to have our own opinions. I kind of am at a point where I see people fight about things. Big fights, big lawsuits, you know. Apparently McDonald's is in a lawsuit with the people that figured out how to fix the McFlurry machine. Um, this is a thing that I just uh, became... I was made abreast. Am I using that word correctly? I just became aware of this today. I just became privy to this information. Um... And I just think it's so funny, you know. And I think, and every time I think about why I think that's funny, I start realizing how easy it would be for me to become a conspiracy theorist. Like how easy it would be for me to sit down and watch a bunch of YouTube videos and go, well, you know, as people, we have had the audacity to make up things like state lines and act like we own uh, the rights to stuff just because we have it in the place. Like, I don't know. And I could sit down and, you know, maybe start believing that birds are not real. They're just cameras that the government used to spy on us. Although I have seen people run birds over. Now, when was the last time you went and well, when they run the birds over there, it wasn't like electronic shit inside the bird. It was like blood and guts, like bird blood and guts, bird brains all over the street. It's fucked up. You know, you ever see a bird with like one foot hopping around? You don't. You feel less bad for a bird with one foot because he can fly, right? If you see a dog that's missing a leg, it's a little more sad, but it's also kind of cool, right? Because they still don't give a shit. Dogs are a good example of people who just won't. Of people, dogs are good examples of someone 
right? Do ducks count as someone? I think so. As someone who, uh, no matter what, will just have a good attitude, right? Unless that dog was turned into an asshole by whatever circumstances they lived in. But uh, dog, like a dog will have straight up just have one fucking leg and be running around happy and, you know, just being, bringing joy to people's lives or scaring the shit out of people. I kind of think it's funny when someone is walking and a dog is coming their way and the dog's all happy and shit and they get terrified when the dog gets close to it. I think that's kind of funny. But, you know, then it makes me think like if every if people knew what I was afraid of or like shit that like phobias that I had and they put it in front of my face, I probably wouldn't think it was funny, but people would think my reaction to those things are funny because irrational fears are funny. People are afraid of balloons, right? People are afraid of styrofoam. People are afraid of staplers. People are afraid of ice, right? Like people are afraid of weird shit. It's interesting how that happens, right? Like what happened to someone that uh, made them this afraid. Um, sometimes I get curious actually about irrational fears because I think it's interesting what someone would consider to be irrational, right? Let me see. Top irrational. Top irrational fears or most common arachnophobia the fear of spiders i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not afraid of spiders depending on i'm not afraid of small spiders but if i woke up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom and there was a fucking tarantula in there i would lose my shit right because it would scare it would like startle me you wouldn't expect that i don't think it's irrational to be afraid of a spider Unless the spider is like a tiny little fucking spider, but I don't think I still don't think it's irrational. Uh, claustrophobia. You know what? Not gonna lie, I am claustrophobic, and I'm letting everybody out here in in podcast land know I don't like small spaces. It freaks me out, and it honestly can set me off into a panic attack pretty fucking easily if I'm in a really small space. But I'm not a small guy. I don't belong. In a small space. Do not. By the way, I'm drinking a decaf coffee. Because it is nighttime, ladies and gentlemen. It's nighttime. And I, I started doing this thing where I go to... The, I, I uh, come home and coffee is such a comfort food to me. Coffee's not food. Coffee's a comfort food to me. Go fuck yourself. Uh, sorry, my foot was in an uncomfortable position. Coffee is a comfort food. So at the end of the day... I like to have a coffee. You know, I've been sober for almost a year and a half. And uh, I'm not coming home knocking down a few beers, but, you know, I'll have a I'll have a cup of warm and brown just because uh, it's good to me. Peanut butter, also a comfort food to me. Also, I eat ramen with a fork, if you want to know. If you had, if you were wondering, and hopefully that's a weight off your mind. So, uh... The fear of dentists, dentophobia. Also, I don't think that's irrational. They put sharp objects in your mouth where your gums are. Right? Am I fucking bugging? Like, who are these people to say that this is irrational? I don't know. Um, hydrophobia, the fear of water. That's irrational to me. That's irrational. Right? Think about it. 
You decided to live on the planet Earth. I didn't ask to be born. You decided to live on the planet Earth that mostly consists of water. So much so that there's parts of it that we can't even go to because there's so much water. You know? Now, I could see you being afraid of things that are in the water, right? There's a lot of scary shit down there. There's uh, angler fish that have a little light bulb hanging over their head that look like they fucking came out of somebody's nightmare and someone drew a picture of it and said, can you imagine if this was real? And then and then scientists go, well, actually, you know, and it is real. Or uh, dolphins, for example, who I think are scary because they're so highly intelligent and dolphins commit rape all the time. And dolphins drown people kind of regularly. And I think they're aware that they're doing it. Like, you know, they kind of are like, hey, listen, we're smart. We run shit in uh, in the fucking aquatic uh, portion of this planet. So stay over there. And we're over here like, yeah, well, how about we just start throwing plastic bottles in the ocean, you piece of shit? How about you choke on this... Uh, this here, whatever this thing is called that keeps a six-pack of cans together, you fucking bottle-nosed piece of shit with your fucking blowhole. Why don't you go fuck your, your fucking mom in the blowhole, you piece of shit, right? And that's how we treat dolphins. But hey, you know what? In our defense, they pull us down into, into rape caves and drown us. So I don't know. I feel like it's like a real tit for tat, <laughs> tit for tat situation with the fucking dolphins. But uh, they're cool, though. They're cool. Like, the cool ones are cool, right? There are cool dolphins out there. Um, okay, what else? The fear of snakes. Sorry, I'm not actually saying the name. Oh, wait, hydrophobia. I did say, okay, dentophobia. Oh, ophidiophobia, the fear of snakes. Ophidiophobia. Um, I don't think, I wouldn't call that fear irrational. I think it's unfair to snakes. I think snakes in pop culture have been kind of given a just a bad reputation given a bad rap listen i want to clarify something when somebody says it's got it he's you know they're giving him a bad rap they're talking about a rap sheet right like this his rap sheet says this like this is all the shit he's done put it on my tab i'm an asshole right he's got a bad reputation you know we've made snakes into the villains you know, a serpent came up to Adam and Eve and said, hey, eat this apple. God doesn't want you to eat because and then and then Eve ate the apple and saw that she had some titties and she was like, oh, fuck. Um, OK, I'm a woman. And then she went over to the man and was like, hey, have this apple. And he was like, yeah, but God said. And she was like, just stop being a pussy and have the apple. This is almost verbatim how it happened. And then so he had the apple. And um, then he realized his dick was hanging out and it became a big problem. And God showed up like, hey, what's going on, guys? Whoa, you guys look like you know you're naked. And then it was a fucking problem. And it looks like it was the serpent's fault. But the truth is, it was it was Eve's fault. right? If we're going <laughs> to we're going to place the blame on somebody, it was her fault because she shouldn't have listened to him in the first place. She got told one thing and she did whatever she wanted. So, you know what? If we're going to blame somebody, we got to stop putting all the blame on every serpent that we've ever seen, right? Serpent. 
I'm not going to say serpent lives matter because I feel like it doesn't really work. Serpents. Listen, it's like calling somebody a good Samaritan, right? Like, oh, he's a good Samaritan. That's not a good thing, right? Oh, the one good Samaritan. Listen, not all serpents are bad. Okay? God. So, and I know what some of you are thinking. It's like saying when people say not all cops. You know what? Not all cops. There's some good cops out there. It's a fucking hard job. They don't get paid enough money. And, you know, it's easy to become one. So, of course, some of them suck, right? But, hey, we got to stop making serpents villains in every story, right? Some of them are good. Is there ever going to be a story? Remember what about that cartoon, uh, Little Bear? Didn't he have a friend named No Feet? Cleverly named because he was a snake with no feet. And I'm being sarcastic. They couldn't think of a better name for this fucking snake. Hey, No Feet, right? I don't know. Maybe TV is better now because we know how to name fucking snakes in a more clever way than we did back in, back then. All right. Um, uh, misophobia. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I'm scared of mice. That's not what it means, you fucking moron. It means it might be misophobia. So who's a moron now? Um, the fear of germs. Some people are... Desperately afraid of germs. And some people don't give a shit about germs. So much so that a uh, global pandemic happened and we all started realizing how much no one washes their hands. Which is crazy because I knew that already because have you ever been to a bar in New York City and been into the men's bathroom and seen guys with their dicks piss on their hand maybe? This is speculation. And then walk out of the bathroom without washing their hands because they desperately need to get back to their friends. Put your dick away before you finish even dripping the rest of the piss out of it because that's how desperately you want to be done with being in the bathroom. Um, smell the front of... if Ladies or fellas, if you got a boyfriend, smell the front of his fucking jeans after a night out at the bar. Just smell it and tell me what it smells like because I know what it smells like. This one's like a homeless guy pissed all over his pants. Um, okay, and the last one on this list. I'm not going to go further. Somnophobia, the fear of sleep. Now, everything that I've been saying after naming these fears, again, is, is more speculation, but it's a matter of opinion. I think uh, somnophobia... If someone was afraid to sleep, I would have to assume that they probably think that they're not going to wake back up. Um, which is really lame. Isn't that the fun, right? Every night I go to sleep. I'm not a gambling man, but I'm like, oh, this could be the night, right? Who knows? That's the fun. And if you're married and you go to sleep next to someone, there's a possibility that you may not wake up because maybe they decided they've had enough and they're going to kill you in your sleep. That happens a lot. And usually wives kill their husbands. Just saying. There's a lot of stories about it. I don't know. I don't know. Not making this up. I'm not making this up. Um, okay. So anyway, yeah, I really enjoy a decaf coffee at the end of the night. Um, for some reason, it's nice. My biggest issue with coffee is just how much it stains your teeth. And people are like, oh, what do you mean? Like, it stains your teeth. So your teeth turn brown. You got to... The thing is... 
there's tricks and there's ways around it. If you drink an iced coffee, you can put a straw in your mouth and then you suck through the teeth and it goes straight down your throat. But then you can't, you can't like, uh, you can't, uh, you know, what's the word? I'm, I just want, I just want, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever gone completely blank in the middle of a, uh, you can't like splash it around in your mouth and fucking make sure the coffee gets all over your teeth to begin with, which is the part of drinking coffee that's enjoyable. Um, and that's not the word I wanted to use, but hey, we're trying. We're really trying. Now, I was talking to someone earlier, a coworker of mine, and he said, you know, we got those bikes, those assault bikes. We have echo bikes at work but they're you know a wider known name for it is an echo bike you know those bikes with the hands the pedals and the arms and they got the fan in the front and we were talking about can you imagine if someone vomited into the fan while they were riding the the bike and just sprayed everyone in proximity i'm like man that would ruin my day and then it got me thinking about going to an amusement park and when I was a kid one time when I was there with my family and uh, I got on the swing ride with my mom, the one it rises up, spins around and dips. And it's just a swing, you know, like a regular swing. Your legs are hanging. You're kind of just in a chair and it goes a little high up so you can see the park and it, you know, tilts on one side as you go around. I remember getting on that. I was, I was probably like 10 or 11. Got off, devoured a funnel cake. As I was finishing the funnel cake, I walked into that ride where you stick to the wall as it spins around like that spaceship one. And I took two steps out of that ride and projectile vomited all over the fucking side of the ramp on the way out. And I'll never forget that for some reason. I think about that a lot. Because it was one of the few moments in my life that I projectile vomited. You know, when you watch movies and shit and you see people do it. Um, it's less common than you think. You know, mostly uh, the people that I've seen vomit have just dribbled down the front of their shirt. And they're not babies either. That's how babies do it. But I've seen adults do this. And um, that's when you got to wake up the next day and reevaluate some of your life choices, right? Um, man, oh man. So, yeah, I've just been taking notes. I've been doing this thing where <coughs> I've been trying to... Uh, write notes at times where I normally wouldn't. I've been trying to do things that I don't normally, like make decisions that I wouldn't normally make. If I feel like I've complained about something always going wrong or something always happening a certain way, but my response isn't changing my behavior, then I'm not really doing anything about it. So I think one of the hardest things to do is to be in the at facing that crossroads of a time where you normally do one thing and just go and consciously just do the other. That's what I'm trying to figure out how to do. The goal is self-mastery. <laughs> There's so many people, a thing I'm really actually excited about, and this is not, I'm not trying to like pull my dick out and like, you know, wave it around here, but I uh, haven't been on social media in coming up on a week. And I don't miss it. It's been really nice. 
it's been really nice. And what I've realized is I'm actually really good at just like saying I'm going to do saying I'm going to eliminate something from my life that's not really helping me at all and actually sticking to it, right? Like actually going, all right, I'm going to take a break from this, right? I'm going to quit drinking. Um, It was always difficult for me to abandon things that I used as crutches and uh, having an addictive personality also makes that stuff very challenging, right? Like don't get it twisted, I struggle to do these things, but I think with life and all the parallels of all the very hard training that I do, I've been able to kind of like translate that into other areas. And another frontier I want to cross is being able, I I had an epiphany actually, I had an epiphany last week, I used to live alone back in the day. Um, like all through my early 20s But I never really was alone You know I was kind of like always Maybe dating someone Maybe at a friend's house Or maybe just like always at a bar Always out and about Always with people Always on the scene At every single party And um, just Or just always Like I used to do this thing Where I would Especially around the fall I would buy a pumpkin I would buy two bottles of red wine and I would come home and carve jack-o'-lanterns when I was home alone. That's what I would do. And I would put like fucking John Coltrane on and shit. And I know it sounds miserable, but I think at the time I was like tapping into the person I'm becoming now a little bit where I was able to kind of like be free of the need for stimulation from other people. And then what happens is, you know, I started going through some tough times as of late. Really, really fucking, like, I know I keep joking, like, what is he talking about? But, like, really um, heartbreaking, soul-shattering things here, right? And uh, as you start dealing with it, you start backing, you can, there's a possibility, I think, to back too far away and not you know, lean on your your friends and family the way you should as well. You can do that. You can isolate yourself too much, which I've been guilty of as well. Um, and any friends that I have that are listening, um, I apologize if you feel like I've neglected your friendship. That's some real shit right there. Um, and ignored you, but it's nothing personal. It's just been me. Um, but it's easy to go too far in that direction as well you gotta find balance as you do with everything right so because we're social animals we're social beings so the further you get away from people the more depressed you come look at the Grinch look at how the Grinch was just sitting up there with his fucking dog who seemed like a nice dog like maybe Max wanted to go to the dog park and like meet some other dogs right Maybe he was tired of giving himself a red rocket. Maybe he wanted to meet a little lady friend. And he could have been down there, you know, 
getting his rocks off, but the Grinch was sitting up there fucking watching all these people enjoy themselves, and he was fucking miserable. And then he finally got down there at the end, and his heart started to grow, and he realized, oh, you know what? Why am I being such an asshole? These people have joy. I'm just going to be sitting up here being a prick. No, come down and be a part of the community. Be a part of the people. Open yourself up. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Whatever you're going through, there's somebody who's gone through similar things. Well, there's somebody who hasn't gone through it at all. Maybe they're just willing to listen. And people tell you valuable things and you can take these tools and, you know, gain something. Learn how to manage your own shit, right? I kind of like to try to wrap it up on something like that. I guess, uh, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Um, but I just, the night is always darkest before the dawn and all the shit that people say is true. You know, what doesn't kill you absolutely will make you stronger or convince you that you're invincible, right? It's so funny how immediately your mood can shift when a thing that has been stressful to you um, has has been removed from your life, right? If you are going through something right now, I'm not a therapist and I'm not qualified professionally necessarily to help you, but I will say... It's not going to last forever, right? So um, take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. And go eat something good. Go have a fucking peanut butter acai bowl. Am I saying it right? Who knows? Nobody knows how to say that word. Think about We just made words up. They're just sounds that we make with our mouths that help us communicate with each other. Chimps do it. Fucking meerkats do it. Hippopotami do it. It's the plural for hippopotamus, in case you were wondering. All right, guys, thank you, and uh, have a fucking wonderful week.